All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, sorry we took a couple of weeks off uh, due to some extenuating circumstances. Uh, my childhood home and also home of Golf Guides Global Headquarters, Santa Rosa, California, has been under siege where Mother Nature has just really decided to really give it to us here these last couple of weeks. Uh, so as you may say. know, a lot of wildfires uh, really ravaged and wrecked a lot, you know thousands of people's lives and homes. So before we start, I just wanted to share some information with you in case you're interested in helping uh, either monetarily or with your time or donation, something like that. Uh, my guest today, Brad, who actually um, you know, is very active here in the community, even from a Jack Tibbetts flyer I saw, he's you know an active community member, but also has been working with Rugby Credit Union uh, to help with all these kinds of funds. So do you mind sharing with people some information about how they can help if they'd like? I strongly encourage anyone that would like to help out and donate funds to visit the Redwood Credit Union website, redwoodcu.org, or visit their local branch, and they can donate to the relief fund. Um, 100% of the donations will go to the fire victims, first responders, relief efforts. So uh, definitely help out the community and um, visit those sites. Yeah, and th it's a great way to, uh, to give back, help all the people whose you know, homes have burned down, families' homes have burned down. Um, it's just, it's, it's been really tough up here and every little bit helps. So, uh, if you can, uh, I encourage you to do so. Um, yeah. And that's it, everybody. So th thank th you, Kyle. Yeah. Thank you very much, Brad. Really do appreciate it, man. You are the man. Appreciate it. All right. Hot dog. Let's do this here, Bradley. Here we go. Woo. You know what, man? It is really good to have you back, first of all. Thanks um, for having me. So, you know, aside from just wanting to get together and just talk a little golf and have a little fun, drink a couple of very tasty beers, um, I do know that many of the gentlemen who we go to the Bannon Dunes Golf Resort with every year, many of them are big listeners of this podcast. In fact, I hope that I if they're listening so. to this right now, their heart is starting to beat couple extra beats per minute just an excitement that we are about to shout them out and let them know that this podcast is not actually made just for them but it also has them in mind as we record it because this is going to be an awesome awesome show here do you know why because we're talking band and dunes well, yeah, well, there's going to be a lot of band and dunes talk <laughs> well really the, the motivation for this podcast is so our big annual band and dunes trip that we go on for, for everybody who's listening we always go sometime in November or December. Now, I don't know how familiar many of you may be with coastal Oregon climate patterns, but generally, at that time of year on the Oregon coast, many geologists or you know weather experts would refer to it as shitty. <laughs> it's not. It's usually not very good. Um, so when we go up there, we are prepared. For oh yeah, we know what we're getting into. Mayhem, yeah. bedlam. I mean, it, it can get. I mean, I've played golf up there with hail the size of fucking Kirkland golf balls blowing sideways, fucking blowing up into your nostrils, and then you know, all of a sudden you start coughing. It, it's just it, it's all bad. But if you have the right equipment, it not only is not bad, but it's super fun. It also actually maybe provides you with perhaps some of the best golfing stories that you can then lay on somebody as long as they're willing to listen. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just you just have to be prepared. Um, but uh, it's an amazing trip, and you can just make the most of it. You know, no matter what you get, I you agree. can get super lucky. Oh, dude. So I mean, I've been. I, those are some of my best stories. It's, well, that's it's the one thing I always tell all of my friends who are either coming up for the first time or not even necessarily like it has to be Bannon, but anytime I go play golf with friends in the wintertime where there's a really good chance that the weather can be pretty heinous. It's like one of those things where pack for the worst, hope for the best. If you do that, you're never going to be disappointed. So anybody that's thinking about going on a golf trip in where there's a chance that there may be some unbelievably shit weather, this podcast is for you. <laughs> we, we are here to help you prep. Put together a fine checklist all the items that you will need to ensure that whatever golf trip you go on, regardless of the weather, you are going to be ready to rock and fucking roll. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. See, you, know, you guys can't see this right now. Obviously, this is a radio, so Kyle's getting excited. The first thing you have to know is that Brad and I are unbelievably handsome guys. I mean, we, you know, on, on the one to ten scale, we're obviously eleven. We're obviously eleven. You know, I mean, we turn it up to eleven. Uh, but as we're talking about getting stoked for this trip, we're just staring into each other's eyes and nodding. Oh, for sure. <laughs> just a lot of nodding. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm I ready. mean, usually when I think of Bandon, I get speechless. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I, it's hard to describe. Don't we all? D yeah. Don't we all? So, But if we can at least prepare anybody for this trip, we at least have the list going. I agree. I 100% agree. So. I'm assuming that eventually we won't be able to contain ourselves and we'll just start obsessing over the actual Bandon Dunes Golf Resort because as of right now, we are exactly like a month away from heading up there. Yeah, For all yeah. of you lovely listeners, if you can find yourself a room, come join us, all right? We're going to be 24 strong up there. It's going to be excellent. So if you happen to be up there end of November, come and say hi and have a drink with us. You know, that, that would be excellent. Of However, course. I'll see you at McKee's. But if you are going to be at McKee's and you are going to go have a scotch with us, you best prepare yourself with the right apparel. And that's why we're here. We are here to help you make sure you are clothed properly Oh yeah. for a winter golf extravaganza. Definitely. Yes, exactly. Have your rain gear. All right. So I've got a little list of things here uh, of items that you most definitely should make an extraordinary effort to acquire all of these goods before heading off to a adverse weather golf trip no doubt. i'm not even sure that made sense what i just said but anytime <laughs> you go to play golf where there's a good chance the weather's gonna really suck a lot of ass this is the kind of stuff that you need now before we start the, this list you you've looked at the list i was just gonna say just to add to it this yeah. is four five days of this weather potentially so you right. need extra 100 percent. and and please make sure to remind me of you know if i if i'm failing to disclose that you need several of a certain item you just need to jump right in me like kyle what are you doing come on you need seven of those damn it okay all right seven pairs of rain gear well you, you've looked over the list before we start is there anything that you notice that appears to be missing from the list that you think is you think would be necessary for something like this you know i think we need a birdie bottle Ooh. all right please explain to all the people out there a birdie bottle um 
so for example, last year's trip, which I went with a different group of guys. So this will be my first trip with a, gr- Kyle a group that and I've his group. a group that I've been uh, been with before, but it's not for this trip. I, I haven't been with the Benavalli yeah. group in maybe yeah seven years or something like that. Yeah, my first Valley trip that was with Benavalli group. group. Yeah, um, but we have our own core group within that. Right. So my buddy Mark coordinated this, and um, one of our friends Andrew uh, brought some Glenn Levitt. Mm-hmm. I mean, top shelf. Shit. That that is. Yes. Okay. So, granted, there weren't 24 of us. There were eight of us, maybe? Do you go Glenn Levitt or Lagavulin? Glenn Levitt. Oh, okay. But, I mean, willing to mix it up for I this mean, trip. I, I think it's an excellent choice. Ron Swanson would just want to bitch slap you. That, 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 <laughs> that, that, that's all it is. I mean, okay. But, please, go ahead. Continue. So you got, this is what it so is. So, you got a nice bottle of 18-year-old Glenn Levitt. What's next? You just you just gotta have it handy. Whoever gets the birdie, starts the swig, and you just pass it around in celebration. I like that. So when we're abandoned, it's always birdie bowls. Oh yeah, I mean I think well it's, to I, each his own. I, I think it's technically <laughs> the same thing, but I think it's one of those things where everybody in our group is usually kind of shit faced all the time anyway. Sure. That you know usually a little you know little nice little you know. Visit from Mary Jane kind of keeps everybody on the uh, lay, on, on a level field. However, you know, a birdie bottle, birdie bowls, whatever you know, whatever you're into, whatever your vice of choices. If you if you get a birdie out there, fucking let it go, let it loose. You yeah, know? of course, yeah, yeah. be proud. Yeah, you know? exactly. So this podcast isn't just about the clothing and apparel and everything to bring. It is the accessories, everything is the, that you need for this trip. Yeah, if you have a vice. Make sure you're prepared for this. We will go over all of the various vices that you can entertain on a nice buddies, you know, winter golf trip here. So d- don't worry. If you're thinking, listen, dude, I fucking know I need to bring a rain jacket. It's going to be rainy. Don't worry, man. We got an extra long <laughs> list for you of all the stuff you're going to need. Rain jacket is just a small component. All right. Exactly. So don't, so don't worry. Although it, it should be at the top of the list. <laughs> Having a, a good rain jacket is super helpful if you're going to be playing golf in the rain. Yeah. For now, sure. I guess that that begs a question. Is a good rain jacket the most critical piece of equipment if you're going to be out playing golf on a cold and rainy day? Mm, There's an argument. I think the I think the socks are almost just as important. Okay, all right. So l- l- let's hit both of those real quick because I, I somebody else I talked to would have argued that a really nice big golf umbrella is the most important one for them, <laughs> but that might help you with the rain. But goddamn, your titties are going to freeze off. They are just going to fall off underneath your shirt if you're playing golf in like oh, yeah. 45 degree weather and it's fucking cold and oh, windy yeah. outside. And fucking Woo! 50 mile an hour winds, they'll Woo! take that umbrella for a ride. Goodness gracious, that is going <laughs> to be rough. Yeah. All right, so let's go a couple things real quick. Let's start with the socks because I think actually socks are big. If you're going to be playing golf, cold, oh, yeah. rainy, winter, you know, wintry Wool weather. Socks. You need those. Thick wool socks. Do you have any that go-tos that you recommend for people? No brands in particular. I, but... I, I have a recommendation. Okay. Go. Now, assuming that you are lucky enough to live within driving distance of a Costco out there, go buy the shit out of some of those Kirkland Signature oh, sure. wool sock packs. I play golf in nothing else between October and March. They're the only socks I wear in the golf course. They're thick. They're wool. They're so warm. Absolutely essential. Oh, yeah. Thick, 
comfy, soft wool socks. Absolutely mandatory. Yeah, I just say making trip to Costco before <laughs> yeah. the Bannon trip. That's, that's I mean, we get your booze there. You get some of your clothes there. You know. Costco, I would like to offer you a free plug right now. <laughs> Anybody going on one of these trips, stock the fuck up. Oh, for sure. Kirk, Mr. Kirkland would like to help you out. <laughs> uh, okay, so socks. Oh, yeah, socks. Socks are a must. Number one. Rain jacket. Now, I'll throw this one to you. Do you go with a golf-specific rain jacket? Do you go with a non-golf rain jacket? Do you think it matters? I don't think it matters. I mean, I'm not the most comfortable with my swing in oh. a big, heavy jacket, you know. Um, That's fair. However, I uh, usually make a trip to, like, Golf Mart and somewhere just to, you know, get some gear beforehand. Okay. Because it's good to have extra anyway. Absolutely. Um, so usually they have a sail rack and they got a jacket and some rain pants to go with it. You know, something like that's usually a good deal. 100%. Uh, really for me, the brand or whether it's golf specific or not, just make sure that if you are, you know, when you're getting a rain jacket that you're planning on playing golf in, just make sure you can wear it and try it out before you buy it. Put that thing on, zip it all the oh, way up. Yeah. Zip it up all the way to the top so it would be exactly like you'd be wearing it if it was raining and it was really shitty outside. And take a couple practice swings. And as long as the jacket doesn't restrict your movement too much. Now, keep this in mind. It's not going to feel like you're wearing a fucking windbreaker, all right? You're wearing a heavy-duty golf, like, rain jacket. There, It's not going to feel completely free, all right? There's going to be a little bit of, like, physical, like, movement restriction that you're going to have if you're wearing a huge rain jacket. Yeah, but as long as you can still kind of get that core moving and you you can you can work everything the way you normally would, totally fine. I act, I don't have a golf specific rain jacket. In fact, I'm gonna do you one good <laughs> right now. Ready? I have two rain jackets that I bring. I bring a shell, so a waterproof shell. So if it's not too cold, I have just the waterproof shell that I'll wear over like you know a, a down vest and my golf shirt. And that gives me completely free, you know, range of movement. It's not hip at all. It keeps me dry, but it doesn't necessarily keep me warm. And then I have a super heavy-duty rain jacket. I think it's technically made for snowboarding. Uh, it's got, even got, like, one of those, like, recore, like, you know, chips and, like, the like yeah. the bicep. So if you get lost in a fucking avalanche, you know, they can, you know, the choppers can find you and stuff and like that. And you can actually swing with yes. that? So the one that I have is a really nice jacket from Marmot. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, both my shell... And my heavy-duty rain jacket are Marmot jackets. Good choice. It's not necessarily that I love Marmot, even though I do. But, I mean, you could get the same thing from any of those outdoor brands. Patagonia, North Face, Marmot, any of those guys. They all make really, really good rain gear. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them use Gore-Tex, which is like the same material. You'll find a lot of the golf-specific rain jackets. Just make sure you try it on and you actually have a good range of movement. If that's the case, don't worry about the brand. If you're beating somebody... Yeah, they're who not cares? gonna care. That's what I'm what the, saying. Who cares what the brand is? Just make sure it repels water soundly. You know yeah. what I mean? If so, you got hail and rain sideways coming down on you, you just need to have something comfortable that correct. you can swing. Yeah, and the other That's thing the is, key. if you are going on a multi-day golf trip like we do when we go to Bandon, um, if it's really fucking wet out there, and you're, we're gonna say this for a couple of items on the list, but if it's really really wet out there. You know, even if you, you know, get home, 
take a warm shower, you put your jacket in front of the heater, there's a chance it's not going to be dry by the next morning. Oh, yeah. So it's it's just it's nice to have a backup. Yeah. You know, Same so, goes for shoes. Yeah. Shoes, maybe even more so. Um, yeah, but no, 100%. Again, if you're yeah. going on a multi-day golf trip, anything you can have a backup of, if you can fit it in your bag or your car or whatever you're taking to wherever you're going to go golfing, yeah, stay on the safe side and, and, and bring a backup. That's, that's, that's all I would say. Definitely. So the other one we talked about earlier was a golf umbrella. Where do you stand on the golf umbrella? Because some people would say if you have a really nice jacket, water, you know, jacket with a hood, do you need a golf umbrella or just, a, you know, a small umbrella? Although you, you have to admit, if, first, if you saw, if you were out on the golf course, you're at a, the mecca of American Lynx golf. You're at the Bandon Dunes Golf Resort, day two of five or four, whatever it is that you're staying. And you look over and you see some dill using a, a, a two foot wide non golf umbrella. What's the first thought that goes through your mind? Douche. <laughs> What if the poor guy just can't afford a golf umbrella, Bradley? They're not that expensive if he can afford to go to Bandon Dunes, for Christ's sake. So if you're going to have an umbrella, don't be a douche and get a real golf umbrella is, yeah. what, is what we're learning right now. Yeah, because okay. it's – yeah, despite you know you're going into the elements <laughs> and it is what it is, like it can be helpful just at least to keep the clubs, you know, covered, you know. Agreed. For I me, mean, that's actually more important than like keeping me dry is keeping the clubs dry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, those wet grips, club will slip right out of your hand. You yes. Know? Yeah, big time. No, I, I completely agree. The, I, I kind of just keep it like in my bag like it's one of the clubs. Yeah. You know, just put it like right down the, the tube of the bag and just let it sit there because I'll tell you what, man. Unless you have really nice – let's just jump to the next step. Unless you have really nice – um like waterproof gloves, mm-hmm. like good waterproof golf gloves, your grips getting super wet is murder. Oh, that, yeah. that, that is a surefire way for your golf game to get fucked. Oh yeah. In a bad, bad way. Keep those grips dry. If you have, if it's just crazy and you have good, you know, all weather waterproof golf gloves, you'll be okay. Your hands will be cold, but you'll be okay. But if you don't have those gloves, Keep those fucking grips dry yeah. or suffer the consequences. And that's why I recommend bringing like every golf towel you own just up there. Just have extras on hand. Absolutely. Yeah. Towels every round. on towels on towels. Yeah. Keep them hidden in the bag and then just have them ready to wipe down the grips before you swing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally agree. And then we'll jump into golf shoes as well. Mm-hmm. How many pairs do you think is best to bring? At least two. At least two. Yeah. Two. I always bring three. But I'm a fucking crazy ass. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a wild man. I, I feel like, because I've been at Bannon before, where the next day my shoes weren't dry. The next morning, they still weren't all the way oh, dry. Yeah. Um, now the one thing I will say, this is a nice little plug for Bannon right now. They have these kick-ass shoe dryers. Oh yeah. That you plug into the wall and like you know, you, like they're almost like shoe You like stick like your shoes on them and yeah. it like blows hot air to the insides of your shoes. Oh yeah. With that those being are said, badass. if if your shoes aren't dry two days later with those, <laughs> then you just have shitty shoes. <laughs> at that point, it's nobody's fault except yours. Yeah. You've been trying to wear the same then golf bring shoes. Bring five for shoes. Years, exactly. <laughs> but three, you're going to be completely safe. Two, if you have something like that, you should be good. But yeah. F- but that's the thing is, if you don't have one of those Better dryers, safe than sorry, you know? it's very rare your shoes are going to get all the way dry just sitting next to a heater overnight. So definitely bring multiple golf shoes. Mm-hmm. In fact, things to bring multiple things of. Socks, 
I mean, obviously, if you're playing for more than one day, you probably should have more than one pair of socks. But really, <laughs> ha- have a pair of socks for golf and after golf every single day that you're there. Two two pairs of socks a day. Exactly. Uh, Enough socks for like a two-week trip. Yes. Bring with you. Exactly. Um, waterproof golf shoes. Yeah, that's the thing. Don't just bring any golf shoes. Make Try to make sure they're at least water-resistant oh, yeah. and waterproof Spend as well. a little extra money Spend, on some shoes. Thank you. And make sure they're comfortable, You know what? Too. I, w- I was afraid of calling all of our listeners fucking cheap tightwads, but you just came around and said it, so I'm going to back you the fuck up, Brad. I did not say Quit that. Quit being cheap, everybody. Just buy a <laughs> fucking waterproof golf shoe. All right? Sorry. I just, Seriously. I, 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 listen, you guys were thinking about going cheap, and I just had to step in and stop you because I sensed that everybody out here was about to go buy a $50 pair of golf shoes can't do it i mean highly waterproof golf shoes that's what you need if you're choosing to go during this time of year anyway you're choosing it to save a buck because that's when the rates go down it's Correct. still immaculate i mean yeah. the place is still still beautiful. In phenomenal shape yeah you still get to p- stay at the resort mm-hmm. you know lily pond this year i'm stoked for that lily pond is gonna be real good yeah Real, real good. So, on a budget, you can mm-hmm. save money if you look at it compared to the rates throughout the rest of the year. So, use that money to get prepared. Buy some gear. Buy some booze. Mm-hmm. Buy some weed. What mm-hmm. have you. Mm. Yes. Booze. Do what you gotta do. Weed. Sounds like a pretty good <laughs> Tuesday night if you ask me. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, we got all that stuff. Uh, we said multiples. Rain gear, possibly, if you have, like, a, a light shell and a heavy jacket. Uh, golf shoes, at least two. Lots of thick wool socks. Um, even, really, waterproof golf gloves. If you have an extra pair of those, you should bring those, too, because there's a good chance those won't get dry over one oh, night yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Extras of all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Big time. Now, here's, here's one that I'm curious about, because some people bring these. Some people don't. I like having them, but they just stay in my pockets. Those little shaky hand warmers. Yeah. What What do you think about those? Do Do you usually have them when you're up there? I mean, they pretty much sell them in the shops, you know. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't buy them ahead of time, you know, it just depends on the morning, really. Do you find them to be useful? Um, some half th- half the time. Some some of my buddies just say like, yeah, wait, like whatever, dude. Like it really just it warms up my hands for a little bit, and then when I take them off the hand warmer, my hands just feel even more cold because they got exposed to heat real quick. Yeah. I, I like them. I, any warmth I can get my hands is, is a good thing, but there are people out there. So if, I don't know, do you like to have warm hands, Brad? Oh, I love having warm hands. You know, some people do write into the show saying that it's really homoerotic, <laughs> and we are not helping the cause right now. But um, it, if, you know, like I said, like for me, I, I struggle a little bit where my hands are really, really cold to like put a good swing on the ball. So for me, I like trying to keep them as warm as possible. If you're the same way, I would definitely recommend investing in some of those hand warmers because they can be very helpful. Oh, for sure. Very, very helpful. Um, all right. Sometimes it gets cold as fuck up here, Brad. Not just here in Bandon, Michigan, Canada, Washington, anywhere north of the Tropic of... What's the north one? Cancer. The Tropic of Cancer? I don't know. What's the... There's the equator. I don't know. There's the equator, and then there's I didn't two come tropics. here to talk about God geography. Damn. All right, if you're north of the northern <laughs> tropic line, it could get it could possibly get cold. Oh, okay, yeah. you know, so somewhere, it's somewhere, cold. it might get cold. So if that's the case, may have some hand warmers, um, long underwear. 
Do you wear long underwear when you're at Bannon on a cold golf trip? I just have the sweatpants, really. No, but you wear you just wear sweatpants underneath your uh, your rain pants, or do you just say fuck it? I'm here to check in for my round of golf at the number one oh, golf yeah. resort in America. Don't judge me. These are sweatpants, bitch. <laughs> is, it, is, is it more like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Long underwear. Logoed sweatpants? Mm, some Nike. No. Some Adidas. Okay. So you, you're not showing up with this super awesome like college, like Long Beach State, you know, like text, like nah. running up like the side of your I sweatpants? I don't have those. You don't have those? Mm-mm. What do you have? Your Chico State pair? No, no, my chick does. I think. Be, I think maybe <laughs> you're gonna a, bring some of hers. Yeah, I think maybe it's a girl thing. I don't know. I, I just think it'd be super awesome to see some guy walk into a golf <laughs> shop with just some super obnoxious like college like sweatpants. Be like, yeah, I'm here. Like, uh, sir, you do know this is the uh, uh, 18th ranked golf course in the world. Um, yeah. We require slacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fucking cold outside, so I'm wearing sweatpants. Yeah. Uh, it, you could suck it. I'm about to pay you $100 right now. So just, <laughs> just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's I thing. might rock a sweatshirt, but I don't have the sweatpants. Okay. Well, well, I know what sweatshirt you would rock if you go. Because you showed up tonight wearing none other than a vintage Bandon Dunes sweatshirt. Hell yeah. Which was incredibly sexy, by the way. I mean. It's got the puffing on you know, it. No, we don't really need to bring this up to my fiance, but you know, if I'm talking about things that get me a little randy, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> anything with a band of dudes logo on it, it's going to get me a little, you know, hot and bothered. And you know, it's it's pretty good. Well, I'm glad I got you excited. Yeah, thank huh? you. Again, we're not helping ourselves with the homoerotic <laughs> stuff on the podcast. All right, I uh, I continue. Long underwear for me, at least, if I know it's going to be cold out there, man, just having like a basic, you know, like I mean, I think I'm wearing like a long underwear shirt right now. Um, just, you know, some basic like long yeah. underwear like you would snowboarding underneath like your golf pants or really the bottoms are the trick one because if you wear rain pants, that, that was actually the next one on my list. Yes. So you obviously have the waterproof golf jacket on the top, uh, waterproof pants. Uh, some people wear ones that they like take fishing. Mm-hmm. Those work again. It's all about mobility. As long as you can move and do, you know, your, your golf swing um, isn't restricted wearing them, you're fine. For golf pants, I think I have like foot joy, dry joy yeah. pants or something like that. Those are the ones you're going to see that are most common. But low key, they're actually really warm. Mine are and a couple of friends are like, if you have waterproof golf pants, if you wear long underwear and pants and then your rain pants, bitch, your knees are going to sweat. Yeah. It gets really oh, for sure. really hot in there. So if yeah. you do That's have That's almost too many layers for me. Yeah. That's why I might not you know, sometimes do the long underwear, or I might just wear shorts underneath. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've done that. Like, uh, first of all, I love Uniqlo's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go really off on one here, but I've talked about this with several golfers before who are in 100% agreement with me. Um, my go-to golf shorts all for the past two years have been the Uniqlo. Uh, Elastic waist mm-hmm. uh, shorts. You know, I'm I'm very anti belt right now. <laughs> I, I don't need it leaving its judgmental marks on my you know on my waist and my belly. I mean, sure. but they're great. But they're they're thin, and wearing what pair of those shorts underneath the rain pants will give you all the warmth that you need. So, the long underwear much more important for the top, yes, than for the bottom. Because if you are going to wear long underwear on the bottom, I'm assuming that. You would only do that if it's really cold but not wet. If it's crazy cold outside and you're trying to go play golf when it's 37 degrees out, 
yeah, put long underwear on and then put like a pair of slacks on over it and you should be fine. Yeah. If you combine that with like you know, your wool socks and your shoes, shit, from the waist down, you are going to be hunky-dory. Totally. So um, that's a good one. Now, this is where we start to get into things that are a little bit more technical, mm-hmm. Bradley. So we talked about having some Glenn Levitt. I said Glenn Levitt or Lagavulin. Both delicious scotches, all right? But what if people aren't trying to get too fancy out there and they just need some nice brown liquor to fill their flask with? Yes, I said it. Even if you don't <laughs> drink, golf at Bannon Dunes in the wintertime is a fantastic time to start. Yeah, all right? exactly. Um, do you like to actually, like, do you guys bring out the bottle with, like, the actual bottle or do you guys fill up flasks before you go out? Um, It just depends how many people. Like, last year, we could just do the bottle. Because there was just two groups of us. Who was unlucky enough to be carrying around the bottle the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) The guy least interested in golf. (laughs) (laughs) As it should be. Yeah, Uh, exactly. That's fantastic. Uh, But yeah, well worth it, you know. But have a flask, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, totally agree. Um, Man, if it's cold outside, just a nice, you know, a couple hits of brown liquor throughout your round just makes such a... And that's something that I find that... You know, I'll take, you know, seven or eight nips mm-hmm. off a flask, you know, you know, throughout the course of a round. It's so cold out there. I never feel intoxicated. I mean, at least from that. Like, maybe, you know, the the six or 12-pack of beers that I'm drinking will kind of aid that a little bit. But, like, yeah. if you're just doing it to kind of stay warm, it's it works really, really oh, well. for sure. I'm sure most people listening to this don't need to be told to drink liquor when they're <laughs> out playing golf. It's kind of like, yeah, no shit, dummy. It's like, but this isn't the sober yeah, golf this, podcast. Yeah, just, I, <laughs> I was just thinking about how I was like, I don't think I've ever recorded a single one of these podcasts when I haven't been somewhat inebriated. So I like that we're following this trend yeah, right now. Sure. It's very good. Why yeah. be um, different? But uh, a little bit of brown brown when you're out there on the golf course, taking nips is good. But what do you start out with? When you're going out for a cold round of golf, it might be cold, it might be windy, it might be wet, but you have a nice little hour of solace in the dry breakfast restaurant. It doesn't matter what the weather is. I always start off a round of golf with a bloody. Always. All right. I'm going to be right there with you this year. I have so many buddies that always go screwdriver. Yeah. Now, this is where I will say, I love me a fucking screwdriver. It's a delicious cocktail. But a Bloody Mary is just, that is the way, is it not? Yeah, especially yeah. a good one. Yeah, you know? yeah. especially does, a good you know, one. It doesn't take, <laughs> you know, it's not that hard to make a screwdriver, but, you know, a good Bloody Mary is something to be admired. Well, the funny thing is, like, a good Bloody Mary, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely should be admired. But when I get served a bad Bloody Mary, I get upset. Yeah. Like, really upset. Is that is that too much? No, no, because me too. It, it's not the easiest cocktail to make. I get it, but if you're gonna sit down and charge me ten plus dollars for a cocktail, motherfucker, that thing better be good. Oh yeah, <laughs> and spicy for and me. Spicy, yeah. The spicier, the better. Yeah. Uh, side note: in Santa Rosa, if somebody wants to come up, you know, and and support the Santa Rosa local economy in these trying times, where do they find the best Bloody Mary in town? Osceolos. Really? Oh yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Oh, I've never had a Bloody Mary oh, sausage. You Despite, gotta, I lived a block away for you two want years. A giant had, pe- you want a giant piece of bacon in it. See, the thing is, like, I, I don't even worry about the bacon. I just need to make sure that shit is thick. Like, a lot of times, like, oh, somebody yeah. serves me a Bloody Mary, and whatever their cocktail mix is, you know, their Bloody Mary mix, it's, like, kind of thin. It's almost, like, watery. Yeah. And then you drink it. Like, when I drink a Bloody Mary... I want it to be it be thick, full of pepper, oh, yeah. you and chewing spice, <laughs> fucking clam juice and whatever, just fucking dumped in that thing oh, yeah. with a bunch of. Like, it just needs to be delicious and nasty. And when someone serves me a thin Bloody Mary, I just want to kick their children in the shin. Mm-hmm. It just makes me upset. Yeah. All right. I'll see yellows. Yeah. Good move. Um, I've heard Willie Birds makes an exceptional Bloody Mary as well. Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't Birds, doubt it. They have Russian River on tap mm-hmm. and good Bloody Marys. And by the way, phenomenal turkey dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Willie Birds. All right. That's okay. the name. <laughs> so now we've got uh, our liquor taken care of. Um, well, we didn't get into beers. What? So you've had this discussion yes. many a time. Okay. Let, let's What's let's... the best golf beer? <sighs> so, yes, I have had this discussion many times. Mm-hmm. And. And Coors usually wins. Well, so the conclusion that I came to is there really isn't one right answer. There are a couple of right answers depending on what your beer preferences are. Like there's a lot of people that don't like really hoppy beers. Mm -hmm. So for them, my personal go-to golf beer may not work for them. Like for me, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is the standard beer. Not – I mean – Granted, it's like one of my favorite beers anyway, but it's hoppy. It's got all the flavor you could ever want. Sure. They can it now, so mm-hmm. you don't have to be carrying around bottles. Um, and it's not an IPA, so you're not going to drink five of them, and all of a sudden you're going to black out on the 13th hole. You're going to be fine. You can keep your keep your shit together. Right. Um, but if they don't want something like really, really hoppy, then a Coors Banquet beer is just about it's as, a good choice. As, as good as it gets for me. I mean – Abandon especially because a lot of times we're drinking so much liquor and just smoking so much weed that like I kind of prefer to keep it at Coors Original yeah. so it's not just too much of too much stuff. Exactly. You got to yeah. have stamina. Yeah. Gotta get, I mean, especially you get through two rounds of golf and then I mean. you're going to hang you're out You're going out night. trying to play 36 holes of golf in a single day yeah. when the weather's not so good outside. I mean, you certainly need to numb yourself up a little bit. Oh, don't get me wrong, but you also don't want to numb yourself so much to the point where all of a sudden you wake up and it's nine p.m. and you're sleeping on the like eleventh green. You know, yeah. you, you, you got to. You know, yeah, let's be responsible I, out here, Brad. I gotta say, I have a new favorite though. It's in between. Please, I, I'm, I'm always Lagunitas, purple can, twelfth of never. Twelfth of never. That's the perfect golf beer. I think the twelfth of never ale is unbelievably delicious. It, I, it might even. I would go so far as to say it is my favorite Lagunitas beer right now. Really? Is that crazy? Not so I much. Love IPA. No, I love Little I drink something. probably the most because I play golf so often, and yeah. it's just the best to bring out there. It works so well. I mean, they don't even bottle it, do they? It only uh, comes in cans. Only cans. Only Lagunitas beer in cans. That is another sensational recommendation. So, uh, Sierra Pale Ale. Uh, in a can, really, if you can find one of these in a can, oh yeah, um, Nooners. It, it's not, it's not as common to find it outside of Chico, uh, but you can find it in like a lot of Bay Area locations. But Sierra Nevada is a Nooner. They're uh, they're Pilsner, which is kind of, 
It's kind of like their Blondale, but it's a Pilsner. It's light. It's delicious. I, I would highly recommend that one as well. Um, if you know, if you're too good for a Coors, <laughs> then you know you can go out and grab yourself a Sierra Nooner Pilsner, and that one is quite good. There's a lot of torpedoes that gets sold at these golf courses. Yeah, which first of all, you know, and torpedoes that's like, great. It, it's great, but, dude, but I, more than two of those, dude, oh I'd be. F- Foxville. If yeah. I drink more than two tall boys of torpedo, like uh, playing golf, yeah, I, I mean it's a delicious beer, but good God, <laughs> yeah, it, it would just level me. It's just it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. All right. Point being, people, pick your favorite beer, <laughs> bring it. <laughs> He's absolutely right. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> just pack your favorite beer. Yeah. So make sure you got plenty of beers. Now, at most golf courses. You are not supposed to bring outside uh, beer or liquor. Please make sure that you buy all of this beer at the course you're going to be visiting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wink, um, wink. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I mean, just don't be, if you are going to break the rules, just don't be a jackass and don't carry your beer to the first tee. Pack it away in your bag, second or third hole. Go inside, you know, have yourself a couple of drinks. Just be responsible and respectful out there, everybody. Just don't make us look like an ass for trying <laughs> to go out there and get hammered on the first tee, okay? Yeah, exactly. Please. Now, granted, if you're in the restaurant and you're drinking a couple double cocktails, you know, a couple double Bloody Marys and a double screwdriver before you head out, then you can be as fucking, you know, as fucking wasted on the first tee as you want. Just exactly. as long as you got drunk on their dime or your dime <laughs> at their establishment, then you're totally fine. Yeah. Um, no our, doubt. Now, we've got liquor. We got beer. Any other, you know, stimulants or aids that you find very helpful when you're out playing golf? I love a good cigar. Yeah. But I got your dad, so he could probably hook me up with one or two of those. Oh, it, or 12. You know, if we, <laughs> if we walk into this next office right here, he uh, actually just ordered his abandoned cigars. Oh, yeah? So he ordered a fresh box of 20 and then also got a supplemental pack of like 12, you know, like where he went onto his JR Cigar website. Uh-huh. He ordered like a, a box of cigars that had 20 in them. And then he went to individual cigars and picked out like 12 that he really, really wanted. So he's got the, for a, a five day of golf trip, uh, my father would be bringing 32 cigars Jesus. just to make sure that he never runs out while he's out playing golf. Yeah. And well, he's a generous guy. He'll yeah. probably, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's offer a, a few to some other people he's playing with. You know? I'd be shocked if he smokes all three oh, yeah. of those on I'm his own. I'm paired with him one day. You absolutely are. Yeah. You absolutely I so think you'll be I have a cigar in my future. You will be having a cigar on that day. Yeah. That is 100% <laughs> true. So um, cigars, absolutely. I may have referenced uh, you know, wanting to partake in some federally illegal uh, activities mm-hmm. slightly earlier in this podcast. I would just like to let all of you guys know that we're a very free-thinking people out here in California. And if you have a, a, a medical uh, condition like I do, you know, sometimes I just I think too much. And a doctor told me that he doesn't want me to do that. So he's prescribed some medicinal uh, goods, <laughs> as, as you may say, which I like to partake in when I'm out on the golf course uh, as well. That, now, that's always a nice one as well. Recreational use is legal in the state of Oregon, is it not? It is. So if you're going to Bandon Dunes... Are there rules on Bandon Dunes property against that? On the golf courses themselves, no. So... I really don't... I mean, let's put it this way. 
anytime I've ever had a caddy or had a caddy in my group, they're not telling you stop. In yeah. fact, if anything, they're asking, you know, or not only asking, but if you're offering, they ain't going to turn it down. So, yeah. I'm, you know, it's very chilled, very laid back up there. Yeah, you, you don't have to worry about that. So the important thing to remember about that is we're talking preparation here. It could be an insane weather day. Mm-hmm. So be prepared with your joints. Do not try to roll your fucking doobies out on the golf no, course don't think while you you're can. walking. No. Listen, I don't mean to toot my own horn here, Bradley, <laughs> but I roll a joint like a motherfucker. I've been doing it since I was like 13 years old. Repent, like, I, and I don't, I don't need to go into this any more than I already have. <laughs> I cannot do it to save my life. If you are going to smoke a joint out on the golf course when the weather's bad, make sure you have that umbrella, first of all, so it's not just going to get wet and get ruined. But roll all of them before you head out yeah, there. exactly. Just, you know, like... You don't want to be that guy who's standing on the tee with a huge like golf towel over his head while he's trying to like roll like a little doobie with his like arms like all pinched up in front of his nose so it's like trying to get blocked out of the wind. You just don't you don't want to be that guy. Just roll him up beforehand. Um I will say this, for bad weather, it certainly is not my favorite, but vape pens are very convenient for stuff like this. Oh, yeah. Especially if the weather's bad and you just need to like a little a little dap, that works out very well. Yeah. Good point. Um Let's see here. Tobacco, got cigars. If you're a you know a cigarette kind of person, you know, obviously that's fine. Just don't litter and leave your butts out on the golf course. Exactly. Um, shit, damn. Did we just did we just knock out this whole list? I don't know. I feel like we're forgetting something. Oh yes. Don't forget to bring clothes to wear after golf. Yes, it's a classy joint up in Bandon Dunes. It is. So have some nice clothes to wear at the restaurants. Bring your Long Beach State, you know, sweatpants, your or your Chico State sweatpants, and you will fit right in. It's gonna be <laughs> great. But like, in all seriousness, like, some guys bring one set of clothes or the other. Like, they either bring like their clothes they're gonna relax in. That also happens to be because you know when you go to like a nice golf resort, uh, when you go in the evenings to the bars, or the restaurant, or the pub, or whatever it is, most of the guys are actually still wearing like golf clothes. Yeah. Now, granted, they probably. You know, fresh, clean, dry golf. Yeah, they're not the into. wet clothes that they've right. been wearing. But I mean, for the most part, people are wearing golf attire at a place like Banner Dunes all day, whether they're on the golf course or not. I'm not quite that way. Mm-hmm. I, uh, more, more so, just because I feel, I just look like a fucking idiot in a collar, in a, like a, a traditional polo, like collared shirt. Um, so I'll usually wear like a button up, like a flannel, or you know, just a long sleeve button up or something like that. Sure. Um, or, you know, a t-shirt. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. But just make sure you have clothes for every day after golf, too. Exactly. There's still several hours in the day where you want to be comfy and dry. So don't forget to bring extra clothes for that as well. Am I forgetting anything? I don't know. I'm looking at the list here. I think you got we, the zigzags. Oh, that's right. I Listen, mean, we were just talking well, about Well, I mean, you're not going to roll all of them up before you leave on your trip. Make sure to bring extra zigzags. You don't want to be that guy that just doesn't, you know, just doesn't have reinforcements. I mean, right. come on. Let's let's be courteous. <laughs> all right? Um, shit, damn, man. I think that's it. We knocked this motherfucking list out. Yeah. Good for us, brother. I hope everybody's right. prepared. Um, again, if you're going to Bannon, just listen to this podcast again. Make sure you got everything you need. You're going to be good to go. Um, any other parting notes for anybody heading up to Bannon with regards to the equipment they may or may not need? I just can't stress enough having good rain gear and extra shoes. I mean, that's 
and socks. I mean, those are three key items mm-hmm. that you must have. And again, this is a, a great list if you're going to Bandon Dunes, um, but also if you're going to any other, you know, uh, golf resort or golf vacation up north or I guess really, really, really far south in our summertime. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. But anyway, if you're going somewhere where the weather is likely to suck, just be prepared. If you're prepared, your trip will be excellent regardless of what the weather is like. Definitely. All right. Everybody, thank you very much. Thank enjoy, you for having en- me. Enjoy the golf. Bradley, thank you very much for joining me. This was sensational, my friend, as always. Thank you. Always a pleasure. All right. We'll see you all next week, except I won't see any of you because it's a fucking podcast. But I will be back to talk to you next week. Goodbye.